Last time on Questboard, the crew got drunk at a tavern, made a new bona fide friend, checked out their ship for foul play, and settled in for the night. So the next day, you wake up, everyone that was drinking has terrible hangovers, you guys get nothing done until noon. Mm-hmm. And then you guys begin pulling the rigging, setting the sails, you guys begin getting the ship ready. You've gotten all your repairs done. You've stocked up on supplies, and you guys are ready to set out. Is there anything you want to do before you set out? Mm-hmm. Touch has not said a word. He is so hungover. I highly doubt Touch will remember what the skeleton whispered to him last night. You could ask. Yeah. I'll approach Touch. Okay. As you approach him, he puts his hand up. Talk quietly, please. He almost whispers. I'll talk... Uh... I'll talk from a distance, not super close and not super loud. Kind of like in a low whisper with him, like, rough night, eh? It was a great night. It, it was a great night. But I hurt. I would imagine. So who was your skeleton friend last night? That was real? Yes. I thought I was drunk. No? It was Just, both. Holy shit. Does your skeleton feel all right? My whole body aches. You can tell he's just hung over. So if even if he didn't feel all right, he wouldn't know the difference, you don't think. So last night, the skeleton gestured towards you and whispered something to your, in your ear. You wouldn't happen to remember that, would you? Let us see if he remembers that. He said something about paying dues? I th- or paying something i don't remember well you did bet your skeleton so maybe he's going to come back for it insight check insight check for touch touch yeah okay uh roll insight <laughs> i don't know nine nine yeah. <laughs> zordican are you rolling oh uh, yeah i will up, up. 10 plus 2 12 12 okay uh so both of you don't think he's lying. You, you think that's literally the extent of what he remembers. Pay dues. You don't happen to owe anything, do you? He owns his skeleton. Well, he could owe something else. No. I am a man who pays his dues on time. Is there any sort of due that you can think of that might have come back to haunt you? Something that you don't want to remember too well? I don't think so. I have no enemies that I know of. You, This makes sense to you guys. Touch is very charismatic. He's very... He gets along with a lot of people and he doesn't tend to make enemies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll leave you to it, sir. If that skeleton shows up, don't worry. He won't take your skeleton. <laughs> your words are reassuring. <laughs> I'm a very reassuring person. Touch talks in a very monotone voice he seems to not he does not have a like expression in his voice most of the time so that's you always known touch to just be very monotone Mm -hmm. Uh, so the crew gets ready the ship is stocked ready to go uh and you were one of the has art tilbean's ship has already left uh so zorzik says and tilbean had you know a nice farewell it seems like they've made friends and then the other ship the crew is still you know, packing up and getting supplies. And so your ship is the next to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, you know, a few minutes to do anything else you want to do in town. Uh, 
I would say I'm pretty good at sound unless Zach, you want to do some shopping or something. I know I'm good. I got All my right. basics. So you guys sail out and you guys begin sailing out. Oh, so one thing I did not touch on in this campaign, you will have a skill called sailing and that will be determined by your strength. It could be de- that will be determined by your strength or your dexterity, whichever is higher. So uh, just mark that down that you guys have a new skill you're all proficient in called sailing, and it's determined by your strength or dexterity. Would I have expertise in that because I've been a sailor longer? Um, are you a rogue? No. Oh, is expertise uh, no. only rose? It's rogue. a rogue thing, yeah. Uh, I think expertise was a third edition thing, is that right? And they just kept it for rogue. So yeah, no, you, you were just proficient, so you added your proficiency bonus. So anytime you're doing anything involving the ship, like the sails, the cannons, the... Uh, oh, no, it adds it to the thing. I think that's add, pretty cool. Yeah, to the list. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so anytime you're doing anything during like sailing regarding, you can roll this skill, or you could roll a different skill. Uh, so as you set out, uh, it's a nice day. You guys make really good headway, and you're about two days into the journey, and it's been very calm very quiet it's you know what you expect for this part of the world there's a lot not a lot of pirates here there's not a lot of huge cities in this part so pirates don't tend to come here because not a lot of traffic but the third day in you guys notice off the you know coming from behind you almost out of nowhere is a very small pirate vessel it's about half the size of your ship and it has about five crew members on it port side or like or left or right side of the ship uh off of the Starboard side is left. <laughs> I don't know, boats. Oh, why isn't Megan here? <laughs> She's probably still asleep. The pirate the pirates are coming up on your starboard side, which is the right hand side of your ship. Okay. And uh they're approaching pretty quickly. Uh, and the captain has noticed them. He yells out to the crew, drop the sail, let's lose these guys. Let's lose these men. We get to dropping the sails and doing what the captain shall use. All right. Captain, so, shall we should we prepare the cannons? Aye, that might be a good call. Loden, go get the cannons ready. Zorda can start dropping the sails. Aye, Captain. I'll I drop run. the sails. I'll right. run to the starboard side and start getting the cannons ready. Both of you make me a sailing check. Okay. I will roll one for touch. Touch is meaning the other side of the sails. Well, 18. All right. So, Lodan. You managed to, with the help of another crew member named Hammett Galliot, he's a half-elf man, mm-hmm. you and him managed to pull on the starboard side all of the cannons, cannon uh, ports up and managed to slide out two of the cannons, getting them ready. Uh, Zordacan, you get your side of the sails free, but touch actually, the rope slips out of his hand. It was a particularly wet bit of rope, some waves had washed over it, and... Uh, he actually drops it. So you and him have a little trouble getting the sails leveled and ready to go. And as the crew, as the pirates sail up, you realize as they get closer, the people are moving oddly. You know, you guys are starting to gain some speed, but the wind isn't quite picked up and their ship is smaller and lighter. So it's starting to gain more, starting to close the distance. And the crew seems to be moving weirdly is the only way you can describe it. Like crew on the pirate ship? Yes. Okay. We can't, like, they're too far away to actually look and see what the crew looks like, right? Um, Does the captain have a 
like spyglass. Uh, he does. He has a spyglass and pulls it out. And I'll say, I'll say Zordacan, you were probably at the back of the ship adjusting the rear sail mm-hmm. as uh, he's doing this. So he hands it to you and goes, look at this. Do you look through the spyglass? Yes. No, he's such a... Wait, what did you say? <laughs> you died. You... Oh, I remember, I Eldritch Blast death. Oh, unkillable. That's right. That's right. You're, unde- you're unkillable. Can- canonically unkillable. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. No, I Doesn't don't mean I can't mutilate your body. You heard the DM. I am unkillable. I'll just be a rolling torso. See, rolling cat luckily, at one point. This is I'm a gonna podcast. Get... I can cut that out. I'm going <laughs> to Kratos you. I'm going to just take, uh, take your head and like wrap it around my belt, just like in the latest God of War. <laughs> yeah. This campaign will end up being Zordacan versus Lodan. <laughs> <laughs> So, Zordakan, as you look through the spyglass, you see that they're walking almost stiffly. Like, they're they're not bending their knees. Their arms are kind of stuck at certain angles. So when they're moving, they're not even really steering the ship. They're just kind of walking, like, yeah, they're almost moving, like, robotic. Uh, and it's very, it's very odd. You, it's not any movement you've seen, you don't even know how they're really standing with the moving of the ship. They shouldn't even have the balance to do it, but they are. My god, they're T-posing. <laughs> you hear Captain... You hear Captain <laughs> Gilly Goffin yell out, T-posers, men! Get the cannons ready! <laughs> uh, no. He does not do that. Uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> you hear him call out, Get the cannons ready! We can't outrun them yet. There's not enough wind. Just sink the ship. Cannon's ready to fire, Captain. All right. Roll sailing to... Uh, you can roll sailing or dexterity to uh, aim the cannon. All right. Twelve. Twelve. All right. So you aim the cannons. You take fire, but it misses. Let's see if uh, Hammett makes his shot. Hammett misses as well. The ship is it's moving fast enough that... The trajectory you had was slightly off. Both cannonballs fly right by the ship, okay. land just below behind them. As the ship pulls up, the rest of the crew has gotten ready. They've armed themselves, and the ship pulls up and throws anchor and throws a grappling hook to your ship and grabs it and begins pulling themselves in. Where did the grappling hook land? Uh, just onto like the railing of the ship. Is it like near one of us to you where I could go? You could get to okay. it. I'm going to get to it and then try to remove it. All right. How are you removing it? What are you doing to it? Uh, what, uh, what's it attached to? Is it like a metal chain or is it just a grappling hook with a rope? It's probably a grappling hook with a rope. Okay. I'm going to cut the rope. That's All right. Have a dagger Roll me or a strength to cut the rope. What would you say? Yeah, I was going to say, like, you have a dagger to cut the rope. Yeah. So, uh, Nine. Nine. As you begin sawing at the rope, but sailing ropes in general are just hard to cut just by their nature. It seems to be this would be the same type of rope you would use on the uh, the sails, so it's mm. not easy to cut. And you begin sawing at it, but you don't get much progress yet. Touch, help! Touch runs over, and Touch does not carry weapons. He fights with his fists. Hey, so that's... Touch, <laughs> so Touch, instead of cutting the rope, attempts to pull it out of the deck or out of the railing. He pulls the rope, which actually pulls the boat closer, but then he releases it and drops it into the water. Gosh, but right as you do so that, strong. three more ropes latch on, and the ship and the crew begin. 
that awkwardly stiff movement pulling in. It's like their whole body shakes as they pull. It's very odd. And as they get closer, you guys, this, this continues for about two minutes. You guys are getting, removing grappling hooks. Uh, you know, the crew is firing, firing uh, pistols at the, they're firing pistols too close for cannons now. Uh, they wouldn't be able to aim them down enough because the ship is below your ship. It's that small. But they begin firing pistols at it and trying to remove hooks. But it's flintlock pistols. I fire are not very Eldritch Blast. Yeah, it's, since they're already too close for cannons, I run up to the deck. All right, Eldritch Blast. Yep. Gonna aim at one of them. Uh, 19 plus 19. 6. So uh, 25. 25. All right. You hit. So that's 1d10. And then it's also going to move 10 feet backwards. Okay. D10. Damn, you're gonna push it in the water. Five. All right. So you deal five damage to this man on the boat. And as Wait, you're do I add my charisma modifier to it or for to spells? Damage? No. There should okay. be a. Uh... It's only to hit. Okay. Unless so... you took a uh, trait that allows you to. I don't think there oh, is. Okay. Oh, yeah. The invocate. One of the invocations. Yeah. One of the invocations will allow you to do that. Gotcha. Nope. So five damage. So you launch your Eldritch. What does your Eldritch Blast look like? What does your specific one look like? I would say it looks kind of like a blue force ball, and then as it passes, it looks like waves are coming off of it. Okay, so this blue ball of force travels through the air, causing ripplings in the air, leaving behind little splashes as it does. And it slams into the one of these one of these uh, pirates, and you see the pirate get knocked back 10 feet. Correction. You see the pirate's skin get knocked back 10 feet as the skeleton jumps out of the skin right as it impacts the uh, the pirate. And you see this almost like a costume of skin fall into the sea as the skeleton lands and goes, you will pay your death. Quack, 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 quack. And then skeletons emerge from all of the other pirates and begin and jump into the sea and begin climbing up the side of your ship. I go, they're here for touch a skeleton. Protect the... He's the first mate, isn't he? Yeah. He touches your first mate. Protect the first mate. So the skeletons begin climbing up the side of the ship. Lodan, what do you do? Uh, the grappling hooks are still attached to the railing, right? Correct. And are they using the grappling hooks to climb on? No. So, they, so the grappling hooks are attached to the ship, the pirate ship, but uh, the skeletons are now on the side of your ship climbing up. Uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and start releasing the grappling hooks from the railing. So I'm just going to use, uh, I'm just going to pull it off of the railing. Okay. So, uh, so make me a strength. It's not a hard check. Uh, no, six. Six. Okay. So the, the way the waves are, the, the rope is too tight to it's pull. The waves are pushing the ship away from yours. So it's too tight. You're having to fight the water just to pull these grappling hooks up. Uh, so you aren't, a, you aren't really able to get them out. Sort of can. What do you do? I'm because they're climbing over. I'm going to reach over and cast an Eldritch Blast at one of them. All right, roll the hit. Uh, six plus six, twelve. Twelve. So you blast your Eldritch Blast, and it flies right by. It actually flies into one of the skeletons, but straight through his ribcage and into the water. That's cheating. Zorzixas takes out a massive warhammer but it's a, it's a warhammer with only one side so instead of a double sided it's a massive one sided warhammer and he just swings it down and uh, tries to connect with one of the skeletons 
natural 20. He blasts yep. this skeleton to pieces. And those pieces hit another skeleton, knocking that one off of the ship. So he's, what you assume is destroyed one of the skeletons and knocked one into the water. The rest of the crew just are just at the edge of the ship waiting. They don't really have any long-reach weapons. So uh, there's not much they can do as the skeletons proceed to climb up. And they are climbing by... They, they're jamming like the, okay. their fingers into the boat and just climbing up that way. So it's a little slow going. Uh, Lodan, what do you want to do now? Uh, I'm going to do exactly what he just did. I'm going to take my great sword and I'm going to swing down and try and knock one of the skeletons off. Roll to hit. Yeah. It's a 20, not natural. 20. Same thing for you. You, you actually slash at one and instead of destroying it, you slash down mm-hmm. at the skeleton and cut its arms off at the elbows, and it falls into the water. The arms actually like still move if they are trying to climb, but they have no strength to pull out and go up, so they are just moving off the side of the ship. Okay. Zordacam. I'm going to... Uh, do I see like the skeleton where he blasted apart and it's just his hands still trying to move? Yes. I yell out a warning, be careful that even if they're destroyed, it seems like they can still basically, their bones have their own independency. Okay. Like it's not like completely dead. All I right. can pay that. So I'm then going to cast an Eldritch Blast at another one. Uh, nine plus six, so 15. 15. All right. Uh, so this one you hit. You cast an Eldritch Blast and it connects with its head. Uh, how much damage do you get? Uh, let's do that. Uh, nine damage. Nine damage. You cast an Eldritch Blast, connect with its head, and you watch as the waves from your Eldritch Blast ripple through the entire skeleton's body, causing fractures all throughout it, and it falls into the water. It flies ten feet, too. It falls, flies ten feet into the water. It's <laughs> <laughs> ten feet down below the water surface. <laughs> exactly. It's ten feet down and then falls into the water, because you're higher than ten feet. <laughs> uh... At this point, the skeletons have the two remaining skeletons have gotten up onto the ship and are making a beeline for Touch. Uh, Touch was right at the edge of the ship, so they, as they pull up, they are approaching him, and Touch swings out with one of his hands and just open, open-handed, just like slaps one of the skeletons trying to knock it off. <laughs> Bitch, Keep get off my ship! Hand is massive. He connects with one of the skeletons and knocks one of their arms off, but he doesn't push it off the ship. The rest of the crew begins fighting, and eventually you guys dismantle or throw overboard the other two skeletons. It was not With only two on board, there was not enough power in them to really stop you guys. Uh, you guys disconnect the ship. You sail out. You make you Somebody lowers down to the side of the ship, removes the arms, and you are... I recommend destroying the boat as well. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys sink the boat. Well, you actually... You go to sink the boat, and it's small enough. Uh, Touch recommends we could tie it to the side, use as a small vessel if need be. I feel that'd be a good idea. Let's investigate it first to make sure there's not many more skeletons on there. We don't want to be inviting the enemy right and have them dragging them along with us. Okay, so as you're sailing off, you pull the boat in, 
and you guys, before you you go full speed, you saw you hop onto the boat to inspect it. Both of you roll investigation. Uh, Hammett Gillett Galliot is with you as well. Investigation. Fifteen. Eight. Damn. Eight. So. Um, Lodan, you're inspecting the actual like ship itself, so you're just kind of walking up and down the ship looking for anything odd. You don't notice anything. Mm-hmm. Zordakan, you notice that the sails seem to be made out of skin. Gross. Edgy. Uh, yeah, you notice like actual they've had to stitch together where there are actual like fingers would be stitched together, so it's <laughs> not like skinned humans. This is mm-hmm. what it looks like. Uh, a Galliot sees the same thing, and he calls out. Well, actually, he calls out to you, to Zordakan, to see if you see the same thing. Yeah, that's like, I think this is a cursed ship, and we don't want it with us. Oh, you might let Touch know about this. I'm gonna inspect the rest of the ship. Yeah, I'll help finish investigating, but yeah, definitely gonna let Touch know, and okay. Captain. Uh, so you guys don't find much of anything else on the ship. It seems like it was just the ship and the pirates. They wouldn't need food, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, I'm going to climb back up to the ship and then let the captain and uh, Touch know that uh, I think it's cursed and that the sails are made of uh, skin. And to drag it around maybe maybe a bad omen. Ah, oh, that's right. We don't want this curse upon our sweet Montique. Let the ship go. Let's sink it. That was Captain Gilly Goffin. Okay. I guess we will take off the remainder of the grappling hooks and just let the ship drift off. All right. So you guys, where we can sink it. You guys let it drift off and then, you know, blow it up with the cannons. It begins to sink as you sail away. Is there anything you guys normally do on the ship during your calm days? Um, how fast would you say the ship is normally going? Um, it's pretty fast. On a okay. windy day, it goes pretty fast. So it's, you know, it, the next few days are pretty windy. There's probably a storm on the horizon. Uh, but you guys are making pretty good headway. I'd say on days where, like, the, there's no wind, where we're just dead in the water, I'll just be swimming in the ocean around it. Okay. Can you, can you swim that fast? Well, if there's no wind and we're in dead water. Oh, okay, gotcha. I would that imagine I would, left behind. I would either be down in my hammock or somewhere where there would not be a whole lot of wind, and I would just be writing in my personal journal and doing research. Okay. Uh, so maybe as a uh, maybe the captain has gotten a small desk mm-hmm. where everybody, if you know, can do any writing or anything they need to. And most of the ship, most of the people on the crew don't really use it. So most of this desk, it's one of those types where it's got the roll down top that secures, yeah. so mm-hmm. it kind of keeps everything dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, you are the only one using it, so most of this desk is filled up with just notes and everything that you've kind of written. And you would okay. have you would have a waterproof journal that you keep on your person, but anytime, mm-hmm. but you've also got a bunch of research that's in the ship itself, that's in okay. this little cabinet. Okay. You guys are sailing for another about another month and a half, about six weeks, uh, and nothing odd has happened since then. A few members of the crew have kind of made out, have pointed out to Touch that he should not have, have kind of held grudges to Touch because he's he betted his skeleton and put the ship in danger. And the ship is 
to your crew as much a member of the crew as anybody else. The captain has multiple times been offered newer ships, bigger crews. He's, he's been offered even a, a set, a fleet of crews, a flotilla to manage transport. And he has turned down all of them uh, to stay with the crew and the ship. Hmm. So the ship, to, part of the crew. To you guys, this ship is, every, every sailor has loyalty to their ship, but you guys' loyalty, most of the crew's loyalty at least, you guys can decide for yourselves, uh, is stronger than the average crew. So that's why this shit, that's why this crew has stayed together for so long. So six weeks later, you guys are sailing in a big, uh, just an empty patch of ocean. You've not seen any land based on if you're navigating correctly, which most of the time you are, uh, then you guys would know that there's no land anywhere near. If you're not near any islands, you're not near anything remotely close. You're about a week out from anything you could stop at, which is normal. Uh, but you notice another ship kind of out of nowhere, uh, again, appear and head towards you guys. And this one, when you look, when you get a better view at it, the Captain Gilly pulls out a spyglass and gets a better view. And there is just skeletons on it, about 10 skeletons. Oh, T-posers. You guys have taken to naming these skeletons T-posers. <laughs> uh, and Captain Gilly Goffin yells out, more T-posers on the horizon. How far away would you say they are? Maybe 500 feet away. They got really close without you seeing them somehow. Uh, are they in distance for cannons or are they too close? Uh, they are, but you guys are directly, they're directly behind you. So you'd have to turn the ship to use the cannons. All right, cool. I guess I would just like uh, ask for captain's orders and see what he would want to do. And they're directly behind yeah. us. All right, men, what do we do? Do we fight or do we run? Looks like these men want to meet my daughters. Captain Gilly has six pistols strapped to his chest. He affectionately okay. referred to as his daughters. Oh, okay. And anytime your ship is beset, he introduces the enemy to his daughters. <laughs> what are their names? They do not have names. They're just his daughters. Oh, he doesn't really I'm not them. putting that much work in. <laughs> it's a title. This one's Sheila. This one's also Sheila. This is Sheila 3. This is Sheila 4. No, Sheila. 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 <laughs> Shyla, Shalola, Shalola, and Frank. <laughs> no one likes Frank. <laughs> That's rude. I like so, Frank. About half of the crew want to fight and end this, end the T posers, and make them stop their chase because it's the second time you've encountered them. The other half wants to run and just get out of, not fight in this empty waters. If you guys sink here, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's a small ship. You should be able to fight them. Well, what? I'd say we can run unless they are able to get closer to us again and then fight. It's it's, it's not as small as a ship as the first one, right? So it's not going to um, like not going to creep up as fast. It's no, it's about a, probably a little bigger. It's about half the size of your ship. It's manned mm -hmm. by about six, maybe about seven skeletons. Okay. <sighs> What I'm going to do is I'm going to help with the rigging, the sails again, and then I'm also going to send towards the back, and then when they get within 120 feet, I'm going to start blasting them with Eldritch Blast. It must be nice being a caster. <laughs> <laughs> Until they get close. 
Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, lo- so is your vote to run? My vote is to run until we have no, basically until they're too close or close enough to fight. Okay. Loading is that was you doing do as well? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna run over to the uh, sails, and whenever Captain's ready to like lower sails to gain speed, this one I'll be on the ready. Okay. Uh, so Zordakan, as you go up to the sails, uh, Touch grabs the rope out of your hand and says, "Get to the bow." Is that the wait? Is that the right term? Um, I think the bow is the front. Yeah, yeah it's front of the ship. Uh, I had a. There we go. Quarter uh, is it the quarter Aft. deck? Aft. Aft. Okay. I think it is. The stern, the four, the stern, right? Stern, stern sounds front. Hold on, stern. Hmm. Stern. Okay. Back of stern. Yeah, the front is the bow. Bow on the stern. Okay. So I'm gonna get like a little ship model I can put on my desk that just stern, bow, starboard, port. <laughs> Has a dangerous wager finally come back to haunt them? Can they outrun this dangerous skeleton crew? Will Frank ever find the ship's affection? Find out next time on Drifting Tides, a quest board adventure.